Welcome to the From the Ground Up podcast. I am your host, Sensei. If you like this podcast, make sure to stream it on Spotify, iTunes, and Zippy Stream. Thank you for all your support, and now let's start the show. Yeah, I know what we came here to do, man. <laughs> yeah. From the ground up. Well, young Sensei, that's my sis. I stay around her. Straight from Shotown, ain't no goofy, can I clown her? When the show come on the air, you turn the sound up. In the intro, like a ball, it got the bounce up. What you know about this hoop? What you know? Now you sign new and then go stupid. Hard work got me recruited. But you won in the gym when we was shooting. Uh, and what you know about this gang, though? Every Friday, what I say, that's what they came for. Black Queen had to hustle harder for the bankroll. Now who bring the trap and basketball into the same show? Trap, trap, You there, sir? Yeah, there. Okay, so like I said, we'll just pick up from the very last question you asked. And like I said, I can edit this part out, so it's all good. So um, just go ahead and um, ask your question, and then I'll just run from there. All good. All right, so um, I was curious to know who was your favorite player before uh, LBJ? Um, so my favorite player before LeBron was actually Allen Iverson. Um. I was a huge AI fan. Like I, I loved me some Allen Iverson. Like you could not tell me nothing about Allen Iverson. I had his posters. I had his jerseys. I had his shoes. And AI was just one of the guys. Like for me, like he just related so much to people like me or people like us. I should say. Like he was, he was for the people. You know what I'm saying? Like AI never really seemed out of reach. He never was seemed like the kind of guy. Like if you walked up to him, like you know, he would turn you away. Um, you know, obviously, like, we know Jordan is Jordan. Like, he's, you know, one of the GOATs, obviously. But AI, for me, was like, he was just more, I could relate to him more. You know what I'm saying? Because he was, right. I was small, he was small, he was quick, I was quick. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was a shooting guard, he was a shoot. I mean, he was a point guard, technically, but he was he was really a shooting guard, if you know, you know. But right. um, that was, I mean, he just was, he was just so, everything he did was just so cool to me. Like, I, the crossover from... You know, being able to score on anybody, taking it, you know, challenging centers at the rim and still being able to finish. And he would hit the floor right. so hard so many times that he always got back up. And like, it, it just, he just was so exciting to watch, to, um, to watch play. So, yeah, before I was like super huge LeBron fan, like I am now, definitely heavy on Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson always remind me of like a, a M1 mixtape basketball player. You feel me? I don't know if you know about the man one mixtapes. Did y'all did y'all have that in Chi Town? We did. We did. We definitely did have the and one mixtapes. Um, I don't know if you remember when they used to play and one on ESPN during the summer. Yeah, okay, I used to definitely. Sure, yeah, sure. was definitely locked in. Yeah, so he definitely always reminded me of that. Like I fucked with AI too. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. had his shoes. Definitely had his jersey. I actually remember some broad ripped the jersey I had. Oh of wow. him off me because she was an Allen. She was an AI fan too. Like she was obsessed. It was weird, you know. She's like, "Oh, you got her jersey? You ripped that shit off my back." I was hot. But it told what? Me it, it was my experience of a cheap jersey, and I, oh, I never oh, got a cheap jersey again. Yeah, it was wild, yeah. wild, wild, wild <laughs> days. <laughs> That's crazy. 
<laughs> so okay, so you were you were an AI fan who was very unconventional in the in the NBA, right? He started his own this fucking swag. They damn near created rules behind this man, right? Yes, yes. So, so how do you go him. from yeah. him exactly? So how do you go from him to somebody as conventional as LeBron James, the modest fucking superstar like this? He has no drama, right. you know. He's fucking. He's about the. He's about the people too. But yeah. you know, he's he's like a complete different. Kind of, yeah. You, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to personalities and stuff. So, how did you go from that to LeBron James? That's actually a really good question because I remember what made me a Bron fan was back in the day. Um, they used to obviously, I mean, Sports Illustrated still prints magazines, obviously, but um, they, I, I'm sure they still do it. I'm not sure or not, but I know um, back in the day they used to have around. I would say around like, mm, like maybe Feb- June, uh, January, February edition. They would have, they would put out magazines basically about the the up and coming high school um, high school players all around the world, like around the nation, pretty much. Who was like the top ranked? Who was, um, you know, who was somebody we need to look out for? What potential colleges were recruiting them, or what potential colleges they, colleges they were going to? Um, at that time, obviously, they still had the rule where the, where you could go to the NBA straight from high school. So then you also had that, like they would talk about people who had potential, um, who could potentially make the jump from high school to the NBA. And I remember getting a Sports Illustrated magazine, and on the cover was a 15 year old LeBron James, and I was like, wow, this is different because, you know, normally that would just be a segment in the actual magazine, but very rarely would a high school player be on the cover. So when he was on the cover, it just was like, okay, well, this is different. So, you know, I started to kind of follow his journey a little bit. And at the time, we didn't have um, social media where it was, you know, you could follow somebody on Instagram or or Twitter or Facebook or whatever and kind of follow their journey. Like, if you heard about a player, you had to really do your homework about that player. So luckily, right. you know, he, was, he wasn't too far. He was over in Ohio. You know, he was on the AAU circuit, obviously, um, you know, playing in different basketball tournaments and such. And so um, I, I started to kind of like follow his journey just through, you know, newspapers and um, just hearing about him through the AAU circuit and the AYBT and, you know, just like all, all these different basketball camps, ABCD uh, camp, the Adidas camp, like all these different camps that he was playing for. So like at that particular point, I would be like, um, I would be like, uh, you know, like, who is this guy? So basically one day on at... I think it was, hold on a second. Yeah, it should be. Okay, sorry about that. Um, so, so yeah, so I, um, I remember being at home one day, and this this was at a particular point. ESPN wasn't playing high school basketball games on on their channel just yet, but for whatever reason, um, they were playing bronze game, and it, I believe it was the game that he played. No, it was this was the game before he played against Melo on um, national TV because he had like a couple. He had like four or five nationally televised games um, on ESPN um, during his junior and senior year. So this was his right. junior year. And so I, I saw him for the very first time. I forgot which team they were playing against. But 
I remember watching him play and it was just like, I had never seen somebody that was like, he was like six, maybe six, seven, six, eight at the time. Um, he wasn't as strong as he, as he is now, but he just, he was big, he was huge, but he could handle the ball like a point guard. He could pass like a point guard, but he could score like a shooting guard. Um, and I was just like, this is different. Like, I've never seen this, like, he just has so many like intangibles all in, just all in one. And he was so young. So I was just like, this, this is, this is different. And then seeing him go against Melo, which that's what exposed me to Melo. Seeing them um, them go back and forth, it was like, this might be the changing of the guard. Like, this might be, you know, the next crop of, like, the, you know, the Michaels and the 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 Magics and Patrick Ewings. And, like, so you knew. Like, the Knicks. So, I knew. Like, I, for, for whatever reason, I saw, when I saw him play, I was like, he's going to be the next one. Now, obviously, I didn't foresee him breaking all these records and, 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 you know what I'm saying, how he was going to put it all together. But I saw, when I saw him play the first time, I was like, he's going to be special because he just, he just had it. And you could tell he knew he had it. You could tell everybody around him knew he had it. Um, But the only thing that kind of concerned me was I had never seen a high school player have so much hype around him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he had, he had, Ashton, like, I mean, you think, like, how people hype Zion, Bron's hype was about times 10 of that. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, and, it, and because it was no social media, you feel exactly, me? So it was like, exactly. everybody knew about this now without social exactly. media. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And this is, this is this is before the era of, like you said, of social media. This is before the era of, you know, um, people being being so accessible. Like, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you, like I said, you had to, at that time, if you were finding out about a player, especially in high school, you had to do your homework because right. it, it, like you said, it just it wasn't it wasn't as easy as it is now. So seeing all of that, like I said, and him having all this hype, and then him um, going from high school to the pros, and then on top of that, like um, I don't know if you remember what uh, his senior season before he announced he was going to the NBA, he had gotten in trouble because he had accepted. Um, the car, free, the car, right? the car, yeah, the car, and then yeah. it got like some free jerseys because you know mm-hmm. at the time the NCAA didn't have the NIL where they're you know, you're able to get paid off of your your name, image, and likeness. So it was like illegal right. to accept anything free or to receive any kind of any kind of money or or, or whatever the case. So he ended right. up, I believe, he got suspended for like two games um, by the state of Ohio because, like I said, at the time it was illegal. So. Right. Um, you know, like I said, I, I followed that journey and I remembered all of that stuff. And, um, like, I just was, like I said, I was kind of concerned about the, how the hype was going to affect him, but I knew, I knew he was going to be something special. And I'm just, I'm, you know, glad to be able to witness it, witness it for this long. And then I see, um, that he lived up to it. Cause like, I mean, how many, how many people we didn't see coming to the league that's been, oh, this is the next and they're going to be the next and. They got. They're right. gonna do this, and they and then they flame out. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Every fucking time. So that's so that's like <laughs> so, <laughs> so so that's what that's uh shit twenty twenty seasons with yeah. LeBron James, right? That and that's you following him and being a a, a fan and a, you know a team hopper because you would hop on whatever team he's on and jump to your bandwagon. Correct. Absolutely. Right. So okay. So. Yep. Brings me to my next question. What will you do 
when LeBron James retires because you know it's coming. Maybe not next year. Yes. You know, maybe coming. not even the year after that, but it's coming. That man is getting old now. Even though this motherfucker is still averaging what like 29 points. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy looking at LeBron James stats, knowing he's in his 20th season. Like, I'm like, God damn, man. He probably got a good five more season when they're making points like that. You feel me? But when that time comes, yes. What will Alana Lou do? You know, that's a really good question. I don't know. Um, <laughs> honestly, I, I don't, because I don't like to think about him retiring because that's going to be a sad day. For me. It's going to be a moment. I'm going to need some time. Y'all might have to check on me. Um, check on you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, because I've always been like, I've always been a fan of players. Like I've always liked, you know, right. certain players and, fl- and followed certain players' journeys. Um, right. I think right now for me, the space that I'm in, obviously, because like, like I said, I, I, you know, I joke about, you know, not wanting to talk about it, but you like, like you said, you're right. Like he has maybe, I'd say max three more years um, mm-hmm. that he can, that he, that it will make sense for him to continue to play. I think, you know what I'm saying? He, because obviously we hold him to a high standard, but he probably holds himself to an even higher standard. Um, so, you know what I mean? Um, so I think it's, I think as long as it makes sense for him to play and he's able to still contribute and play at a high level, I think Max, he may have a, another three years. Um, I think for me right now, I'm just kind of looking at the, the younger generation and looking at the younger, um, the younger guys coming up. Um, mm-hmm. and like, I really like Jaws game. I like Luca's game. I like Devin Booker, obviously. Um, you know, I, I, I like, I rock with KD as well. I mean, KD is KD. Um, and I mean, you know, even Steph, Steph Clay, like, I mean, all, like all of those guys, but, um, I don't know if I'm gonna ever love somebody how I love broad though. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, know if I, could, I don't know if I could, I could bring myself to do that again, just because mm-hmm. I've. I've seen Bron from like the beginning of time though. Right. Like I saw high school young, like I said, fifteen years old on Sports Illustrated magazine, Bron. Like I've been I've been granted Bron's been in the league for twenty years, but I've been a Bron fan for probably twenty five. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, so right, 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 right. it's 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 I don't know. I I mean maybe somebody could come win my heart like that again, but I don't know. It's gonna be hard to do. So ain't nothing wrong with you feel me having that that you feel me that first love. Everybody remember that first love. You feel me? But the reality is, it's you know you gotta move forward. I do. And in your moving and in your moving forwardness, I got some suggestions and some advice on what you can do. Oh, now man. there's a great team, oh, a couple of miles down from where you stay because you don't stay in Shy Town anymore. You're not staying. On the East Coast, right? You're back here on the West. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You are here on the West and you're in California where you yeah. have two actually pretty good teams right now. Mm-hmm. You can commit to the Warriors and I will gladly accept your application now and put it on reserve for when the LeBron James retired day come and I will bring your application out and I will accept it with a green set validated from 1-9-2023-1230. And it's good. So you don't even have to worry about what you're going to do after LeBron James. I already got the solution for you. You're an honorary Warriors fan. I'm telling everybody right now on your podcast, you came to the Warriors parade with me and my family I to did. celebrate I did. with the Warriors. Did. So, did. so, you know, that just that's the little bit of the universe telling you where you need to go, the direction you need to be. So there you go. Come on over. 
I don't, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know if I can commit. I'm gonna have to think about it. I'm gonna have to talk to talk to my lawyers. You know, see you got see see what the yeah see what the best the best the best decision for us moving forward. Um, I did go <laughs> I did go to the lawyers, right? No, it was it was honestly listen. It was the, the Bay Area knows how to throw a parade. I I will say that for sure. Like I I, I I expected nothing less because Bay Area Bay um, Bay Destrians, as you call them, are one of a kind. Um and yeah, they. I mean, like I said, they 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 know how to they know how to throw a parade. That's for sure. Um, yeah, y'all know how to throw a parade, man. It was it was a party. It was it's kind of insane a little bit, but I like I said, I expected nothing less. Um, man, we'd have turned up. We'd have turned up kings and queens out here. It's fact. nothing but a motherfucking vibe. It's nothing, nothing but a vibe. Hey, but real quick tidbit: I heard that mm-hmm. LeBron James said, "What's up to you?" Did did he he did he definitely do I got do, I got, do we got time do do we got time yes we do or, we do have okay. we do have plenty of time actually to hear that story so I would love as everybody to. knows I um I work for the Sacramento Kings I work for the actual arena as far as like helping them out with certain things and then I also do my reporting obviously on the side um this particular game I was tr- I was trying my damnness to do reporting but being that it was such a high profile game and it is LeBron James and I'm still relatively low on the reporter te- um re- the reporter poll if you will um but that won't be for long slight flex um hey <laughs> so they 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 didn't let they didn't let me cook how I wanted to cook so I was like it's all good I was like I'm just going to work the game so that I can still see my guy play, obviously. Because that's, I mean, me working the game, I get to see him for free. So I'm like, I'm going to do that. So, right. um, you know, I, I actually, I, obviously I work the game. So um, the past couple of games, they've been having me go downstairs and um, go courtside. And whether it's me working for the arena or actually being able to do some reporting courtside. So this particular game, like I said, I didn't get to do the reporting thing. I just got to be courtside and, um, you know, help assist assist the rich folks in they in their very expensive seats right. <laughs> with, a, with certain things you know mixing and making making it making it fun being 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 a source of inter- entertainment if you will right. so i want to say it was the start of the fourth i was like i was like i'm gonna make my way downstairs even if they don't ask me to come like i'm going like they're not there's nobody's gonna stop me from going oh downstairs, like I've got to <laughs> do it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't live with myself if I didn't at least try. Right. So I go downstairs, and typically, um, when they have you courtside, when you work for the actual arena, they'll have you on the opposite side of where the players' benches are because they don't, you know, they don't really want you interfering, quote unquote, with the players. The, the NBA is really strict about arena employees and the players. They try to keep that as separate as possible. Um, like I was telling you before, uh, when I, I believe it, it might've been John Morant that was at the arena and I was like, I just seen him. You like, you didn't get a picture. And I'm like, I can't because right. they can fire me for that. <laughs> so right. I, um, so I was supposed to be on, um, the, I, I was supposed, supposed to be on the opposite side, but I found my way to the other side <laughs> where they were sitting. And I was like, I got like, even if I get fired, like it's worth it. Like I gotta do it. So I go to the other side. I come through the tunnel. I don't go too far out so like the ushers or like security can see me, but I go far enough to where I'm in eye shot of um, where the lake is benched. 
So I see him and I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's so funny because I was calling this man day like I didn't know him for my whole life. Like this <laughs> old friend I didn't see up the street. Like I was like, hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because the friends that was sitting right next to me, they, they just started laughing at it. Because I think, I think they kind of put two or two together. Like, she trying to get this man attention, but she trying not to get caught. So, so I'm like, hey, I've called this man name about 37 times. No cap. So, mm. to the point where, like, the fans that were sitting next to me, like, started chanting. Where they're like, LeBron, hey, LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shout out to y'all. I didn't get to get y'all names because I was in complete total shock, but shout out to y'all for helping us with that. So yeah, for real. I, I'm shouting, I'm shouting. And finally, I I don't know if he meant to look over in that direction or what the case may be, but his head kind of moved around and then he looked and he just like beeline right at me. And I was like, hey Bron. And then like he, I waved at him like I waved at him like if you ever see like a kid super excited to see somebody they ain't seen in a while oh, yeah, and they do right. that real happy ass way. Hey, what is this? And he hit me with the cool way and I was like, hey, you the goat. And he was like, appreciate that and gave me the salute and I just took off running. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I was like, bro, this is too much. <laughs> this is too much for me. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. I'm about to literally, oh. like, I literally took off running. I went to the bathroom and, like, screamed. I called my mom, my poor mom. She was like, girl, I am asleep. Like, why are you calling me? <laughs> I was like, I you don't get bride. I was like, you don't get it. <laughs> I was like, I got to hang up. You're not giving me the energy I need right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're not getting, I need this. I need, you should have called me. You I should have. I should have, but I would, it was, was hella late. It was hella late, oh, and I was like, he, I, you, were, you were probably either at work or or getting up, getting ready for work, so I was like, I'm going to just tell him when I talk to him, but yeah, like, it was, bro, like, it was such a moment, like, you know, obviously, you know, we, we done met some famous people before. We got some famous people man. in our family a little we got, bit. We got you some famous, unk, man, Uncle Floyd. We got Uncle mm-hmm. Money, you know what I'm saying? So we didn't we did met some, fam- some, some famous folks before, but it's. It's totally different when you meet somebody, like I said, who's been following their whole life for 25 years. And, like, I'm talking about, I haven't gotten into so many arguments behind this man. Like, <laughs> it's so interesting. It validates everything. Like, I don't care. I don't care what none of y'all say. I just want everybody to know, like, if you thought my goat argument was crazy before, just, man. just, just, it's levels to it now. Like, it's gonna, it's, it's so far <laughs> gone now. <laughs> Ain't nothing you said. Like, I don't care what none of y'all say. Like, you wasting your time arguing with me about who's the GOAT, because... That part, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. You got to respect them. You got it. Like, it just it just is what it is. Like I said, it was just one of those moments that, like, I was just like, well, this this is crazy. Like, I, my next and thing... he was I'm cool. To, he was cool. Like, he was totally cool. Like, he, he was laughing at me because I was waving all stupid. But... Right. <laughs> But he was cool, like he, you know what I'm saying? He he showed love and I just I was super like mind like I'm still even mind blown about it to this day. Like and um yeah, my my next thing is manifesting to get a get a, a real sit down with him and you know what I'm saying, have a have a uh like that's like one of my on my all time list of like interviews, obviously is interviewing Brian and I wanna be able to 
hopefully before he retires, we'll get, get that opportunity to sit across from. So, God, if you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening, which he is, because he always is. He is. He definitely always is. Holla at your girl, man. Help me out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Put, put me in the room with my boy. You feel me? All right. Hey, hey, it's possible. The direction, the direction you're going and what you've been doing and how far you have came, I definitely, you know, can see that happening for you. You feel me? Like I said, your whole story is so um, inspirational, you know, and just just like I said, seeing it coming from the ground up. I'm just so proud of you. You know, it's just it's always a, a, a joy listening to your show. I love it when I get the text drop and the notification, wherever the case may be. And be like, oh shit, we got a new one that just dropped. I can't wait to listen to it. You know, I can't wait to get some more of your merch. You okay. feel me? And I definitely can't wait to hear this freaking podcast, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Like I, I definitely appreciate you uh coming on the show. And just like you said, all your support over the years, like you've definitely been one of the top, probably the top supporter uh, from the ground up since I started. So I definitely uh appreciate your support and always giving me positive feedback and just uh. Just letting you know, letting me know that you're listening and you locked in. So, definitely thank thank you to you uh, for doing that as well. And um, it's it's been dope to uh, to be on this journey and have you to be a part of it. And you know, obviously, how our our relationship has grown as you know, what I'm saying as family, like you know, uh, being as close as we are, that's definitely uh, a relationship that I take pride in. So, thank you for being you, man. You you you're a dope individual. Definitely uh, respect all that you got going on as well. And uh, do you have anything coming up for the people that you want to be on the lookout for? Like, I know you were, we, you know, we talked before about you kind of doing training and stuff like that. Is that something you still want to do or? I'm like, definitely, what? I'm definitely, definitely getting my training thing going. You feel me? I got some names in the work, like some Tim Sanity. I got my first client, you know, my sister that I'm starting to train. I, I got my wife, Fiona, my wife, Fiona. You know, Miss Sexy uh, Dominique Beller got her on a nice little training plan, and my son. So I uh, definitely be on the lookout. Check out my uh, Instagram, smacking underscore T. I'm about to start posting some workout videos, some inspirational workout videos. Just starting up a little small, you know, just like yours, from the ground up to get to where I need to be. So yeah, just be on the lookout for that, smacking underscore T. Thanks. What's up? Definitely. Uh super dope to hear that because I know like I said that's something we that you and I have discussed so I'm, I'm glad that you are putting that in motion because you're definitely dope with that and I mean the people the people need that you know people need more people that look like us in the training field that actually know what they're doing and are able to help people so that's that's super dope so definitely follow my teddy at smacking underscore T so because he's about to get things popping as well as follow his lovely wife Dominique Butler as well, Damo Passport, because she's got some stuff coming up. She's getting getting things back into gear. And she's just a dope individual altogether. So you just got a lot of shit going on. Scorpion Swimwear coming soon to you. We got some pictures coming out, some model pictures, some new drops. It's about to go crazy. Make sure y'all check out her Instagram as well. All right, let me throw that down for you for the one good time because, man, she is freaking as inspirational that she gives me the inspiration that I need, you know. So definitely check out Damo's passport. Mm-hmm. And she's the owner of Scorpio Island and Swim coming yeah. to a city in the internet near you. Yeah, yeah, definitely gotta check out her stuff. She's got flat clothes, sunglasses, anything that you need, she got it. So that's definitely make sure y'all tap in with her. But Tim, it has been a pleasure. Um, this episode will probably come out tomorrow. Um, during the day because I'm going to edit it tonight and um, put some 
put some final touches on it. So part one will be out tomorrow. Then we will I will probably release part two the following day. So the from the ground up fans, y'all are getting fed. Like we got we got two dope episodes for y'all. We had to split it in two because it was just so good. So we had to make sure we got everything in there. But definitely right. be on the lookout. Um, follow me at Sensei underscore thirty three. Follow from the ground up wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether that be Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, YouTube, you name it, I'm on there. So make sure y'all follow follow the journey, man, because we are only getting started and it's only gonna get better. Once again, Tim, thanks you thank you so much for joining me. And that is been a pleasure, Lana Lou. Yeah, indeed. That is going to include our episode and we have to stay. Yeah.